And my land yours my Dude, this tastes much better. That's not your is that a new dog? It sounded like a different dog. No, nah, it's the same dog, I think. It's much better than I remember. It's the same shit, dog. I guess you know, I'm older now. I'm more uh You're more mature. I'm uh, uh cultured. I'm You're cultured worldly. Yeah. And um those are all the reasons you like cheap My whiskey. radio is stuck on NPR. Oh, that's a big one. As that's soon as you start seriously listening to NPR. Well, that's why I'm looking forward to getting the new car. No more NPR. Because I got the radio. You'll have Android Auto. I, you have to get that installed, right? Like, I'm assuming, unless I get an I got it. In, I had to get it installed because mine's a 2016. 2022, that should be standard. So you're telling me yeah, if I have my phone on Bluetooth, or even if it's not on Bluetooth... I can get Spotify on there, Max on there. Well, you can calls. play everything through your car on Bluetooth, whether you have auto or not. But auto, it automatically does it. No, auto is you plug it in and you can see Android has a little car screen for you. I tried setting up. I got the new iPhone. I tried plugging it in. Nothing happened. So I was like, oh, I have to set up CarPlay on my phone. I have to install it or whatever. And CarPlay on my phone is trying to tell me, voice activate your CarPlay if your vo- if your car is voice activated capable. No, it's not. I have to plug it in. Let me plug it in. I've well, already I've been looking forward to this thing for a while for a couple new, of days. New phone? Already, I I'm like this is fucking annoying. No You're home button. Turning into an old guy. <laughs> no home button. Notifications from every literally everything. And no Apple CarPlay. Well. Switching back to this car I want to buy, it's going to be pretty funny because the reviews say the touch screen screen interface is outdated. They all are. So I'm assuming like they're not computer manufacturers, and they're not supposed to be because then you're so distracted. It's supposed to be no, no, no. I'm saying the car is the car manufacturer is not a computer guy. Ah, that's so a good it's point. it's just a very simple. It's got a touch screen. It's got a very simple interface. It's not supposed to be some sort of high tech. That's a lot of people who play on their phones and iPads all day, and they there's this is a touch screen. They expect it to be like a Tesla touch screen. Like they oh, expect it to be like their the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not gonna coming from what you're coming from. You're gonna be psyched to have what you get because at the very minimum, you're going to be able to play your shit through the speakers on the car. I I literally crank my volume up on my phone and put it in the little side whatever that thing's for. Yeah. I don't know what it's supposed to hold, but I just put it there and it it works. But Until yeah. you get on the highway and you can't hear shit. No, I can still Yeah, even when the speed limit's 70, I can still have my window crack smoking and I can still hear it. I think it's Yeah, but you drive 55. No, 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 I drive 70. I was hauling ass on the interstate today. I better speaker, maybe. I have a better speaker. Maybe. Dude, I was hauling ass on the interstate. <sighs> I love driving my fucking car, man. That's There's something about a stick shift. And we were watching those videos where it's like, you have to downshift to uh, pass anybody. No, sir. What? Six gear. But see, that's what I want to ask you. Because I've been thinking about the, the shifting a lot. And then I'm I'm now at the stage where I'm overthinking it. So you're getting on the bypass. So you're going up the ramp. You're going through the gears, and you know you're now going the speed limit, and you've merged. But the RPMs aren't as aren't as high. But you're going the speed limit because you know once you get up to speed, it's easy. So you downshift, right? 
No. So Downshifting increases RPMs. So I thought shifting, if you're going fast, shifting isn't about speed. What gear you're in is, is not about speed. It's uh, about the RPMs, right? Yeah. So I thought, you know, you're trying to go fast, so you're getting the RPMs up, so you're going up the gear shift. Yeah. And then you, you know, you hit your speed where you want, and you're kind of cruising, so you end up downshifting. Don't downshift, because so that's where that you gear. get that's where you get the fuel economy. So that's why so the guy was saying you have to downshift to pass. To pass, because you're cruising, but if you want, and t- when he was saying that, he means. If there's a million cars and you're trying to squeeze into that one car oh, space, you, to, you need that speed. The, the same right. with every car. You need that speed to keep up with that shit. If you're just cruising along on 76 from Carlisle and there you run into a guy that's driving a little slower, turn signal, pull over, and you just go. It so when ta- you're on the highway, sorry, like if you're going 75, 85 miles an hour, on a highway you're in sick gear mm-hmm. all the time most of the time yeah huh. at that speed the revs are high enough in six gear like well, i was worried at my car like once it's at 60 or 7 whatever the speed limit is it's usually around one and a half two that's an automatic and it's they make those things so that you're the lowest rpm possible so it's for fuel you. economy uh, okay. the end don't worry about the engine there's a red line yeah. Like mine red lines out, I think it's 7,000. It's called a governor. So you literally can't go above 7,000. If you're going into the red in your car, you the governor's broken, yeah. and that's when you're going to start hurting your engine. But unless your governor's broken, you're never going to hurt your engine revving yeah. it out. Um, downshifting, the, the whole point of downshifting is, because I'll be in sixth, six, it's six, hard to say, yeah. and I'll be going... Three and a half, four thousand RPMs. For the first year, I was worried about it. Like, am I supposed to be that high for so long? Because you're going down to Virginia. It's like a three and a half hour drive, yeah, and you're kind of up. And it's like, is this right? No, it's the governor. Anywhere in that free white zone is fine. As soon as you start, if your car starts going into the red, you should take it to the shop and say it's revving really high there's no i don't think i think the so governor might be busted in a manual there's no way to be cruising at highway speeds and having the rpms at one and a half or two it's always going to be at three and a half or somewhere in that neck of the woods I, that's that's specific to my car i've never driven another manual mm-hmm. but wherever the wherever the rpms are on a manual in max gear you're fine all right as long as it's not going into the red. And, I mean, if it's getting, like, ridiculous. And the other thing, I was saying this when we were watching that video. Car guys are, like, all oh, low-powered, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, and yeah. Once you get into that car and you drive it for, like, if you get this car, maybe not tomorrow, but if and you get it Monday so. yeah. and you cruise around for a little bit over Christmas break, you're going to get used to where the car's comfortable. And you're going to understand that manuals are a totally different animal than automatics. Automatics are specifically geared to fuck around with the gears to keep RPMs low for gas mileage. I kind of like that because the car I have right now is super old. So there's always that moment where you're going up a hill and it's like, I know it's going to pick up the RPMs, but I don't want it to pick up the RPMs. Or I want to speed up back here. It always ends up shifting in the least... Uh, convenient yeah. spot, so like, I'm not going fast, but the engine's working super hard. From the office to my house, I know if there's somebody in front of me, I have to be in third gear to get up that hill because that guy is Those not going to go fast enough. Uh, so so I just know to put it in third so you don't 
lug the engine, I think it's the technical and, term. Like, I shit you not, I just figured this out on the drive down because I was pretending I had a clutch in that way so I could think, like, oh, then I would have to do this here and do this here. It's literally, the gear is about the RPM. So if you know you have to go, the RPMs are going to get here. It doesn't matter how fast you're going, you have to get to that gear. So when you're approaching a hill, and judging by the speed you're entering in the hill, you can figure out which gear you need to be in. I don't, you're not going to have that instinct based off of RPMs and speed. You're going to kind of gain that from experience. Like I was just thinking on the way home, you should just, because hill starts are a big thing. I'm pretty sure modern cars, modern manuals this has a thing. Like, have figured out. Like my car, roll back. you can feel it start to stall. If I fuck up, you can feel it start to stall, but then it kicks up a little bit. Like and I then, think uh, modern, modern clutches are very durable, and I think modern manual cars, the computers, are tuned to the fact that they're not going to let you stall. This car that I'm uh, looking at has the intelligent uh, manual transmission button that you hit by the clutch. So it automatically adjusts your RPMs to what gear you. So I would you recommend accidentally hit, you know, shift, and you don't have the clutch where it needs to be. It'll it won't stall. So it sounds like, and also it doesn't. I would recommend back. turning that off right away. And Just second, to learn, yeah, to learn how to do it. Right. Clutch, it's not, there's no intelligent way to fix your clutch movement. You have to have the clutch in to shift. Well, yeah, I'm not there's saying no like way. you don't have to touch the clutch and you can shift. No, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying... It's there in case you mess up. No, I'm saying turn that off right away, learn how to drive, and I don't think there's a way that the car can say, oh, he's not pushing the clutch in far enough or whatever, or his timing's off, so let's fix this. And second of all, that sounds so gay. Like, you're buying a manual. Fucking drive it like a manual. But I like having the option. And also the... Uh, I like having the option where if I drift out of my lane, it'll give me a like, warning. I have no intention of keeping that on. Can I finish? Can I finish? You cannot, <laughs> sir. No, I like having the option where I drift out of the lane, it tells me. Except it's really fucking annoying when I'm just kind of driving and I drift out a little bit and just... <laughs> Well, and that's the other so thing. I turn it off. I've turned that off How for a hard while. How was it to turn it off? There's buttons. Was it like? Was it intuitive though, or did you kind of have to like? No, it's there's buttons. It's like a little picture of a car veering yeah. out of the lane. Yeah, it's. I don't know about your car, the car you're thinking about getting, but it's it's. There's a little control panel for all that shit down there. Um, I've learned the last couple of winters to turn off traction control when the snow falls. Really, I because traction well. I thought the same thing you thought, huh. except traction control is if the wheels are spinning, if your acceleration wheels, which in my case is rear-wheel drive, if they're spinning, drive. nice, well, that's good. Go for the all-wheel drive. That's why I want the 2020. That's good. And also, buy a set of snow tires and find a shop that'll put them on yeah. because you look at all these fucking, like I was just talking to Mary, who has that ridiculous tank. tank, and here's the thing about that. If you buy a Jeep... And you soup it up over time. I think we've talked about this. It's a woman's car. Though. No, no, no. If you buy a Jeep and you soup it up over time, that's dope. It's like a little hobby. You save some money. You put it into your car. That's awesome. Are you talking about like the classic stuff? Like you get an old. I'm talking about what Mary on. has. Oh, really? If you buy a Jeep kitted out like what she has, that's retarded. Yeah. That's cheating. You do not buy a fucking jacked up Jeep with Dude, gold right. wheels. Even, what? And. 
Well, yeah, it's got that like gold uh, rim or whatever. Out. She parked in my spot. I, I was so furious. I didn't even. Look yeah, it, it's just stupid. And she's got the. Have you been in it, by the way? Yeah, she took me you, to uh, the tavern one point. It, yeah, if you if you sit in it when the roof's on and everything, it's like this like cramped fishbowl. It's more cramped than my car. And dude, I might. This just might be um, me getting in my head, but it feels. Like a cheap interior, like my exactly, and you know those tires. Car. She's got the big ass tires. Yeah, she can't turn all the way because the, the tires the tires big. hit the fucking sidewall. Oh my god, it's just stupid. So, but here's, did you notice uh, the little grab? Yeah, the grab bars. They I, feel so fucking cheap. Well, that's because if she something put them happened, I would she rip put those on out. Herself. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. her modification. I made a comment like, "This is just too," because I was complaining at how cheap the interior looked. You're such an asshole. Well, dude, it just it feels cheap. It looks cheap. Literally, a 20 year old Civic has a nicer yeah. interior than what year is her Jeep? Brand new, I would think. It's it's very new. So it's just, it's just plastic. The round gauges that are all fake. It's just, it's meant to look like it's tough, but it just, it doesn't. It's just stupid. It's so crappy. and if you look and at it's those expensive. Yeah, I know. It's not a cheap car. I know. Grab some more of this miracle juice. Yeah, grab another ice cube. Oh, actually, uh, I can't. I I won't taste the difference. It's fine. Room temperature. Okay. Pouring now. Engaging power. Oh, that was a good sound. But uh, hey, asshole. No, drink that. It's that's not half full. You say room temperature is okay. Drink that. The ice cubes in the water really, really make an impact. Just try not to shake it up too much because I did put fresh water in there. You were right, sir. That is terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't drink it straight, and I'm an alcoholic. I didn't think the ice cubes are really doing much. No, it absolutely they, they were. Also, yours melted a little bit before I poured it in. The water dissipates and the cold. Yeah, it's really. A... Is that the shredded up one? Yeah. Don't take the shredded up one. That's the freshest. The big one should have more frozen because there were base cubes under there. He's a sweet kid, but he just doesn't understand ice. I heard that. Is that three cubes? Yeah. Capitalist. Uh, man. Yeah, so I hate her car. It's terrible. It's I don't hate it. It's just, it's like a principal thing. I hate you the don't fact that buy... she bought it. Yeah, I know. It, if anyone else bought it, it's like, you know what? That's your thing? Cool. That's it's, the... It's someone you know and you know. like you, It's you, someone you, you know it. and you know the situation they're in and you know that they're not very responsible. You know, you still have to pay off your abortion. She's been talk. She's told me... Because I caught her, I, I don't like talking about, I don't mind talking about Matt on this thing. Should we take this off air? No, no, no. I just don't like talking about Mary too much. We but she take told this me at one point where she was like, my biggest problem is my car payment. Because she's unemployed at this point. I'm sure you know. But she said my biggest. Eight year payment? You didn't hear about this? So I didn't hear eight year payment. I, he I heard like this. 400 bucks a month. She went into uh, uh, Miss Betty's office and was, you know, like, hey, I got a new car. And Miss Betty was asking, like, and dad was in the kitchen and he overheard this.
Yeah, just go. We're going. So Nobody, none of them are gonna hear this. Yeah, nobody's yeah. gonna hear this. So and he overheard, uh, you know, overheard this conversation, and Miss Betty was like, "Oh, you four hundred bucks a month for you know two years, four years?" And Mary's like, "No, no." And Miss Betty, every time she said five years, she got more and more concerned, and then she was like, "Oh, Mary, did you, did you get an eight-year car payment?" The thing's gonna be worth nothing in eight years. You're gonna, it's gonna break before before you pay it off. I, it, it was just like, oh man. As an older brother, I'm a little worried. Like I'm worried for her. Well, she's back here, so it's not like she's gonna go off the deep end because we're here. But that doesn't matter. Her, the whole, like I was just talking to dad because dad's like all in this, you know, she acts like everything's fine and blah, blah, blah. And so he went on like a 25 minute spiel. And he's got to get it out of his about system. About everything. Uh, and then I, at the end, I was like, about Mary. Like, she acts like it's fine. Everything's fine because she's trying to convince herself everything's fine. That's a good point. And I'm sure you agree. Mom treated the boys like shit. Well, you got the you got the brunt of it, but and yeah. she favored Mary, and she spoiled Mary, and this is one of my problems with Dad. I did. I I went to work. He didn't know. pick up on anything, and he let this happen. As much as everybody wants to stone the patriarchy or whatever the phrase is, and that's what I the read. husband and the father has to put some time in and regulate the family. I forget who was saying it. I was listening to some podcast, but. Guys have to be proud of their family. They have to see their family as a project, and they're trying to make their family the best that it can be. And I, I forget who said it, and I kind of forget the rest, but it, it resonated with me. Dad didn't do that. Yeah, Dad was, was fulfilled. He yeah. was just telling me he found fulfillment in his work, and Mom never found fulfillment in her work. Yeah, but... People's jobs aren't supposed to be fulfillment. This is like, this is, it gets back to really philosophical shit, but no. But the family, Danny just asked for a pause. I'm well, saying I just, no. I want to say some stuff. That just I, say it. Nobody's going to hear this shit. And if they do, it's I relatable. I am gay and I like dicks. Thank you. I knew Big it all black along. black ones. <laughs> no, but, and dad was like, she didn't find fulfillment. Nobody, do not, listeners, don't go out into All the world and think that your job is supposed to fulfill you. I think you're the top. Yeah, you're the top. I set it up. I'm doing good. Originally, I set it up that I was the top, but I fucked up later. Anyway, don't. your job is not supposed to be your fulfillment. Your fulfillment is supposed to be your hobbies or, God forbid, your family. Like, like there's the, your job is just... Like, people bitch about the system. Like, the system says there's this great resignation right now where everybody's just saying, I'm not going back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because P- I, I think the theory is people, COVID hit, people worked from home, and they realized life is short, and I can do what I need to do from home. And people and employers are like, no, we need you back at the office. And they're going, no. No. Also, the government paid him a nice little piece of well, paycheck. And I've heard an interesting conspiracy theory about that. Can I? Yep, yep, yep. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry. I don't want to derail you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm sorry. Dad's thing is, I found fulfillment in work. That's terrific. But your family was supposed to be your fulfillment. 
And, uh, yeah, your family was supposed to be your fulfillment. It wasn't. You didn't give a shit about your family. And now Mary's this weird, you know, situation where she has an, a fucking eight-year plan eight on a ridiculous years, fucking Jeep. That and doesn't age well. Like, oh. I don't. I'm not even worried about. It's not going to be worth anything when you're done with it. It's I'm the not. Principle. I'm not worried about that. Eight year payment, Mary. You don't even know if you're going to be alive. I think I took a six year on the Miata, and I was that like, was a little, yeah. I was like, six years. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Wasn't that when you bought it? How much was that? What was this? What was the project? like nineteen something? How much did you put down? Like three something. You couldn't just pay that thing? I could put... I couldn't pay it. I've... I think I've told you, I'm hovering around 10 Gs. Really? And I've always hovered around 10 Gs. I think I used to be tw- up to about 20. Dude, I But I spent it. Just, just talk into the microphone. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I, yeah, and no one, no one's going to listen to this. I, um... I think I already told you this, but I did a quick calculation. I calculated the numbers. I'm just shy of 40 grand. Yeah, no, you're fucking special, dude. Nobody has done what you did. I got. I was just talking to Betty about this. I was just talking because I was telling Betty like, Danny's got the car bug because Betty loves to hear about us. Betty loves to hear about the kids. Dude, every time I I came into her office, I don't understand this PO. She was like, "Talk to Ben." (laughs) Yeah, she was. She she loves to hear about us because she knows Dad fucked up. That's why she loves to hear about us. The other because she understands that. We're kind of in a fucked situation. But the other thing is, she's also gotten. No one's ever going to listen to this, but she. So I, I still feel weird talking into the mic. She's also gotten the abuse that dad can give. And yeah, understands that. Yes, he's probably taken some of this shit home. He's probably said some things. He didn't take said. it home. He just didn't go home. Like mentally, he came home. He ate dinner. He went up. Well, it's like the I, I hate shit thing. It's I like, hate. I hate doing mom, but. She, he comes home, he eats dinner, and he goes upstairs and snacks, and then goes to bed. That's, like, I hate doing that, accurate, but... That's accurate, though. That's accurate. That's what he does. Like, he just... And here's why. He's terrified of being a husband and being a father. A lot of guys don't know what to do. A lot of guys decide, I'm going to step up to the plate, I'm going to do my best. Dad did not. Dad had well, the company, he, so he decided that's what... He needs to step up to the plate for the company's doing great, but the family's in shambles. Anyway, I'm sorry. Betty really likes hearing about us, <laughs> so it's like Danny's got the car bug. Danny's got the car bug, and she literally rolled her eyes and she was like, "Oh no!" How dare her? She was like, "Oh no!" I just heard about Mary's situation, and I said, "No, no, no." Danny and I were talking. He said to me, "Can I borrow two grand?" Can you give me two well, grand? Well, I don't even want to do that. I know, and I know. And she was like, wow, how much does he have? And I was like, he's got about 40 or 50 squirreled away. She was like, what? Yeah, I was bitch. Like, it's called I, rate work. <laughs> I said, he spends nothing. Like, you are a... You are data. You're data from the next generation. Do you see these shoes? They're from Kmart. You Kmart spend... doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> You spend nothing. They closed three years ago. The fa- how old are you? You just turned twenty-one. Yeah, I'm coming up on twenty-two. But so the fact that you can walk into a car dealership and say, "I can give you twenty grand today," 
That's a massive achievement. And I'm not trying to flatter you. That's huge. This all started because you said, how much did you put down? I put down about three. I want to say three and a half because at the time I was like, I don't want to clear out my bank account. I might be misremembering this, but... I thought you put most of it down. You put. You only had no. a. I I didn't know that. I mean, there's. I was talking wrong to dad it. about it's it. Like, you have a steady job. Like it's there. That's fine. What Mary did was completely. It's eons different yeah. from what you did. Yeah, I'm sorry. Plus, that's you the bought a Miata and she bought a Jeep. What is it? I don't know. Renegade. I don't know. It's the it's the Typical vanilla. Jeep it's look. the vanilla Jeep. It's but, literally white. But it's modded. It's fucking kitted out. Yep. And she didn't just get like I'm going for the base model for the car I want to get. She was like, no, I want the nice interior. I want the the jacked up. I don't Jeep. know if she did that, but it was just the I coolest she, Jeep on the lot. I think she did do that. I don't think she did that. I think it was the coolest Jeep on the lot. It might be used. Even but, still, like there's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, she went nuts, and I was saying, like if you buy a base Jeep and then over the course of a couple of years you do what she has right now. That's cool. You learn how to do all that. You learn how to do it. You save up. You know, you put a little bit in here. You put a, you grow with the car, as gay as that sounds. But, yeah, what she did was bad. I cannot fathom that she took out an eight-year loan on that thing. Well, and the I fact don't that care she about... Tell, she only told Miss Betty, and she didn't mention this to Dad. Yeah, Dad by, the way, she, by, by the way, Betty hates when people call her Miss Betty. I know, but I have a problem. I call. Well, a lot you gotta of you gotta come to the company and work for the company. I call a lot of people. I get I, the guy that I. Um, I just talked to Dave Stewart. Remember him? I was like, "Hey, Mr. Mr. Stewart. Stewart." Yeah. He was like, "He was like, call me Dave," and I was like, "I don't know if I can do that, Dave." Well, it's hey, the chuckled. same thing. I call most people who are older, and I kind of respect by their last name, and I put Mister in yeah, front of I it. Yeah, I know, but you know how many times I've gotten in trouble? Yeah. You know, Mrs. or Mr. Like the guy I just called to get work for the co- the GC I was working with before. What's the GC's name? Where's their location? And I was like, hey, Mr. So-and-so. And he's like, oh, come on, please. It, it, it's Steve. Come on. You know, it was Just like, say, I don't know if I can call you. I don't well, know if I can do I that, said, Steve. I'm sorry. It's a first force of habit. Like some of the superintendents I work for, unless I work with them through a duration of a project, yeah. I don't feel comfortable calling them by their first name. Yeah. It's, it's, it, because I don't want to come off like an arrogant prick, which is impossible when you're young. It's in, it's inevitable. But, yeah, it's weird how we it, – it's like – I don't. You you call her Betty? Yeah. Really? Well, when did that happen? When did you wean off the I don't miss? know, two or three years ago. I just found out I've been working there to, since 2017. Isn't that fucking nuts? I thought I was like three years in, maybe. Yeah, time flies. I guess that's the... Um, you got to really look at, at, at whenever you embark... Oh, this is going to be gay. Whenever you embark on, on a journey, mm-hmm. like, you're going to... You're going to hit a point and you're going to look back and go, oh, it was worth going through all that shit. Or you're going to hit a point where you just stay comfortable and you look back and it's like, oh, I've done nothing. You know, it's. Yeah, I don't think I've done nothing. But no, it, no, 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 it no. Is, I, it's don't like, take it that. I'm not in. in no, no, no. I, I understand. I don't want to. I don't. To, well, I don't think. <laughs> I don't well, want to I'm insult sorry. the guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Drinking. I'm going from your two. Your two options where it's like, God, I'm glad I made that decision or oh, I've done nothing. I don't think I've done nothing, but at the same time, I'm about to be 25. 
I don't know if I can do what I'm doing right now for the rest of my life. I cannot deal with this estimator bullshit that just comes with it. I was just, I'm in a month long email argument with some guy. He was like, he was like, Okay, could we re- could we release the submittals on this and blah 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 blah? Is this blah. the same guy that was like, I already gave you permission, order the material. Is this the same guy? Here's the thing, I don't even remember that. <laughs> but and you because there's why? so much there's so much bullshit. But th- this guy, so I was awarded like a year ago for eighteen grand. About six months ago, I found out they were taking that away and giving it to somebody else. But. Here's all well, this. Wait, 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 what? Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. So the guy. What did you just say? So the guy that was doing the ceilings, there's some sort of. So I was doing MDC Zincher on the walls, and apparently there's some sort of MDC product on the ceilings that this guy's already contracted for. My contract is 18. This guy's contract is, I don't know. I don't know how big it is. It's probably if it's the ceiling, I would say it's pretty big. It's probably bigger. Well, MDC is like this fancy. It's not like a square custom, drop ceiling. It's absolutely not a drop ceiling. It's some feng shui. Looking. Drop ceiling is always Armstrong. Really, always. I but thought, right, Armstrong cool. has the lock on the drop ceiling situation. No, but so whatever this guy was doing on the ceiling, it's bigger. So they gave him the 18 G's. Okay, it's kind of annoying, but whatever. Well, a couple of months ago, he's like, here's some custom wall covering. You got plenty of stuff but in there. But the ice is going to melt. But it- it's dissipating into the whiskey. Jesus Christ, you chugged that down. Can I get another villa? No, just let that sit. It'll fill, it'll, Jesus Christ, dude. You suck, man. It's, you, dude, I have to go for more ice. Can we hit pause real quick? No, I'll we're it, doing a podcast. I'll keep it two minutes. Uh, just give you me will two not minutes. keep it. Just put it into the podcast. Time it. Time it. Put I'll it into the podcast. A minute then. Do not be gay. One it, million minutes. Put it into the podcast. Seriously. So okay. this is going to be relatable. Fine. People Can, are. Continue. This is how we get viewers. Continue talking about arms. Talk about what's are on your mind. Been thinking about boobs a lot. No, you're you know joking around. The, the, Talk about what's on your mind. Nobody gives a shit. So, I okay, haven't been right. late. I'm a virgin. I'm 25 years old. I'm a virgin. I'm scared of women. Now you say your thing. I'm an alcoholic. I That's figured, my thing. <laughs> I figured we're switching things at this point. No, just just okay. fucking well, say it. Nobody know, gives you, a shit. You have you have you went to a, a technical high school. College. I went to a technical high school. And too. a high school. We yeah. both did. For uh, you went for robotics in high school, and then um, what was the official? Electrical. It's, for, electrical. it's like construction electrician or whatever yeah. that is. I gotta tell you, man, I'm worried about fucking this college thing up for the management side. You know, for the management thing. But there's a, a part of me that's like, well, because I enjoy doing carpentry work. And but I, you can always do that. But, and that's if you get end. kicked out of the college, you can go back to your GCs that you have contact. Well, I wouldn't go back there. With. I wouldn't go back there because I've I've learned enough about the way things are. Part of the reason I, d- I decided not to go the union route is because you really I want to get a good, well-rounded experience of carpentry and actually master the craft. And to do that, you have to work on the residential side of things, 
with a guy who's working with his best friend who just started a business and you do roofs you do decks you do remodels you do this you know you have to do a little bit of everything anyhow that's not the point of this conversation the point is was that put it to your face the point is the uh you have training and i think well you should have probably tried uh working construction with electrical stuff because all the trades I've, I've, because I really uh, got jaded with the experience I've had, and I would talk to older tradespeople that you were. You see how close I'm? All, I'm like my whiskers are touching. Fine, it. fine. And I would talk to older tradespeople that were in different trades. Like, hey, is there the same problem here? Because you know, my uh, opinion of what an apprenticeship is is you get hired, and in the interview you're interviewed by the journeyman, the master tradesperson who's going to be working with you. You know, you're going to be his bitch for the next four years. But what ends up happening is, well, we're busy and we need someone to just move shit. We're busy and uh, you have to be a master finished carpenter. But that still counts as experience towards Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, jumping in the deep end is always good, but there's always going to be something that you didn't think about in this scenario that you would have learned if you worked with someone that was experienced. So I would always talk to, you know, the electricians and the plumbers and the HVAC guys to, you know, see... Is it is that any different? Because it always seemed like they would be rolling up with a tool tank, and they would get out with the same guy my age. And it's like, oh, are, are they work? Is that your guy for the next four years until he gets his license? And then they give him a truck and yada 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 yada. And all of them, and there were a few that were more like really pissed off at this. Pretty much said the same thing. I don't know what the fuck the office is doing, man. They send these guys down. Like I have apprentices that I like working with. But right now, my guy, and this is like, this was a plumber. I really like talking to this guy. We're doing a church uh, edition. It was pretty cool. But the plumber was like, I have an apprentice that I really like working with. But right now, the office has him down with a bunch of other of the apprentices on a uh, apartment building just doing fireproofing. You know, they get the fire caulk, and they're just going around all the pipes, all the pipe openings, and they're going to be down there for three months. And a month before that, they were doing some other, but they were backfilling with with a fine aggregate for the, the sewer lines. And he was just like talking about how the office keeps estimating work when they don't have people and they end up putting the young guys because they're cheaper to do the bitch work. And the result is when these experienced people that all the companies are like, I don't know what we're going to do when they retire. Well, when they were young, they worked for four years with one master, whatever, electrician, plumber, and they learned a lot, they got good at reading plans, they got good at problem solving, and in four years' time, they had a company truck, they were practically, you know, they were pretty much, were able to be put on a job, and they could get it done. And they all, because I, I was really jaded at what carpentry had become in commercial, and they were all jaded too. Like, these young people aren't getting the same exposure I got when I was young. So, you know, some of these guys have been working for us for six years. And they still couldn't do the shit I did that, that I could do in six years because they hadn't had the same exposure. Because the office is so... It, it, that's what it comes down to. The office is like, oh, there's tons of work. Naturally, we want to get as much work as possible. They don't give a fuck 
that you want to master a craft. That was my thing. They lie to you. You go into interviews, they're just looking for a guy that'll show up on time. It doesn't matter that you want to actually master a craft. They don't care about that. They're just going to put you on a job that needs to be done, which is fine because they will also give you work when there's no work to keep you busy. So it's part of the relationship, but at the same time, there's not the same level of understanding. Like, we need to give our master tradespeople an apprentice that he likes working with, and that will be him when that master tradesperson retires. They don't think about that. It's all about business. From an estimating standpoint, when we have a big project that's going to last for 300 man days plus will factor in because dude it's cutthroat i understand that estimating a job is cutthroat and a lot of the times yeah i'm gonna about to get i'm about to get ice cubes for myself no 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 just wait it's cutthroat and a lot of the times when we're bidding a big job we'll factor in we'll cut our day rate because we'll say well an apprentice will take care of this part of the job for much less so that this guy can actually hang the wall covering quicker. So somebody, some knucklehead is going to paste the wall covering so that this guy can hang it. And do the skilled part of it, yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that the company doesn't give a fuck. I agree. They probably don't. It's probably about the bottom dollar. But, it, you know... There are times where if a big job is occurring, and this could be completely different for your trade because your trade's more mainstream. I'm a Finnish guy, so maybe your trade well, is I apprentice can just kind of go wherever and do whatever. Well, I would say your trade, well, you just think, I think carpentry got more segregated than electrical and plumbing and HVAC, especially if you go to the union route. You have to pick, like you can't do... Framing drywall and drop ceilings if you're union, a union carpenter. You have to do drop ceilings or framing. Sometimes you might be able to do framing and drywall. What union, though? Are you going to Philly? Philly. And I would argue it's the same. It's very segregated because it comes down to this. If you do the same thing every day, you're more efficient. Not by much, but, you know, a few hours quicker adds up for the GC, adds up for the subcontractor. So it's so hyper-focused on bottom dollar that when you have interviews at non-union commercial GCs, they will literally tell you whatever the hell you want to hear, especially once yeah. they look at your resume, at least for me anyways, they see you showed up on time in a suit and tie and you have experience. They will literally say whatever the fuck they need. I've, I've spoken to Dad about this. It's like they lie to you. But yeah. they don't think they, they're lying. They just don't give a shit. You know, I understand it's cutthroat, but I like to think that, you know, the non-union side of things, it's a little more because, you know, you know, this is the dirty secret. Non-union tradespeople are cheaper than union tradespeople, especially, you know, the experienced people. It, it's just the way it is they, um, for whatever reason. But even though they're cheaper, it's still just as fucking, oh, we're... Bottom dollar. We we need to make money, make money, make money, yeah. and it's understandable. Businesses well, exist to make money. GCs, it's like a different. It's a different world. And plus, non-union. So every if it, GC, if it's a non-union GC, they still care about the bottom dollar because they're bidding against other non-unions. So it, it's it's 
Um, well, that's not always true. It, but yeah, it sometimes it's is. not always true if they're bidding in the city and they're bidding against union sanction. Uh, and that's why. And this is the other thing. That's why a lot of GCs nowadays. I've bitched about this before. There's a GC general contractor. Sorry, are you trying to do some here? I can't have to pee. Fine. We'll pause. <sighs> I was kind of on a roll. All right. So GCs or whatever. All right. I, now I have to get on back on track. I almost want to play it back to figure out what I was bitching about. Anyhow, yes, they're so focused on bottom dollar. I think this is what I was talking about. Yeah. I don't know. They're so focused on bottom dollar, they don't really care. The um, I worked for two commercial GCs, and the last, the one I worked for before, and also one residential carpentry company that was real good. The one I worked for, the one commercial GC I worked for before the one I'm working for right now, this is already getting way too confusing. The last project they had me on was a rate project, which means... Rape? Rate. Okay. Which means you get union wages. Right. So, and the the scope of the work was we were just replacing the kitchens and putting PEX piping for the plumbing instead of copper piping. So we're updating the plumbing and we're putting in a plumbing manifold, which is actually kind of cool. So we had a plumber. And we were replacing the kitchen, so that's carpentry right there. And even though this company had at least, th- at the time, at least three carpenters that could easily do the work, and then there was me that could totally get tuned in to cabinetry enough to the point where I was, you know, profitable, they subbed it out to an Amish company. Mm. You know, there's damn Amish. Great guys. Don't get me wrong. Whatever type of Am- Amish they were. You know, super cool guys, but this company really liked subbing out carpentry to Amish companies because, I don't know if you know this, Amish companies don't have to follow OSHA. What? They don't have to wear steel-toed boots. They can't get Holy fined for anything shit. because it's a religion. It's part of their religion. Holy That's why they have shit. miners working on job sites. It's part of their religion, so they can't be discriminated against. So they're wow. they're cheaper by a significant margin. Because of OSHA? Well, because they can't, they don't have to, for instance, they can have a 10-year-old working on a job site. What? Because that is the owner's son or the owner's cousin, and it's part of their religion. Wow. That they work. So they're so much cheap. They don't pay Social Security. They don't pay a lot of taxes. They're infinitely cheaper than, as the Amish would say, English people. Wow, dude. Which is why the Amish are now, you remember when Dad replaced yeah. the roof and we had, a, I think mm-hmm. it was King... Uh, uh, they're all king roofing well that's the thing king is actually a very big family name yeah it's out a, in Lancaster. they're all king so and that was a big deal like wow the amish are out well guess what the amish at least this one com- i won't say the name of the company but one of the companies was framing a mcmansion in the suburbs of philadelphia wow. they're now out in philly which is beyond me which just goes to show you wow there's no more picket lines anymore. The union really no, the isn't doing real. Can you put that in your in your thing? Because I want to put my feet up. Does that fit? No. Really. Can you hold it? Well, I don't want you to do that if you're not comfortable with it. It's fine. I'm good. All right. So anyhow, so that's why the Amish are so much cheaper, and they've been slowly getting more and more work towards the city, which is insane that's because most non-union companies and GCs 
they will, you know, they're expanding that are in our neck of the woods. They're expanding south, you know, through Virginia to uh, Baltimore and Washington. And I remember one of the career fairs I was at, I asked one of these companies like, hey, how come all these companies are, you know, their map of what they cover is exactly the same. And he just looked me in the eye and was like, oh, that's where all the money's it. That's where all the money is. Well, that was bullshit. What he should have said was, that's where all the unions aren't. Mm. That's because... Well, Virgi- it's the same thing. Virginia's right to work. Uh, Maryland's a right to work state. Same thing. If they're non-union, no, the no, money's no. not in Philly. Right, right. But think about it. The Amish are getting closer to union territory. Uh, and all point. these other companies are not... But the Amish aren't GCs. That's all... But even... Well, that's true. I, I can only speak to, or, uh, to non-union GCs, not non-union electrical companies. But I would imagine they would have the same problem because you have to hire people that aren't, you know, in your pool of people. But anyhow, they opted to hire for this project an Amish company to do the cabinetry and remove the cabinets. So it was the superintendent and me. My job was to carry the cabinets to the dumpster, and we didn't have a petty bone on site, so I had to get in the dumpster with a sledgehammer and bust them up so we could get as much cabinets in that dumpster as possible. What's a petty bone? It's technically, it's a, that's a name brand, but the official term for the equipment is all-terrain forklift. It's got a boom on it. It's it, it's a pretty cool machine. But that would bust up the cabinets for you in the well, dumpster? Well, because it has a, it's like a forklift with a boom. You can boom it out. And then bring it down okay. and crush shit. I got you. Anyhow. But, so, my job was to take the cabinets to the trash, bust them up, uh, get the, stage the cabinets, take the cabinets down to the cabinet guys. Uh, because they were updating the plumbing, I would cut the drywall out and replace the drywall. And they wanted, this was um, low-income housing, so it was owned by the government. So the government wanted an access panel as well, so I had to cut that out and install an access panel, which we went through a few different different uh, manufacturers of access panels, and it was kind of, that was a little bit interesting, but it was like bitch work. And I also removed the appliances and installed the appliances again. It was literally bitch work. And then we also had punch lists, and my job was to come back and sometimes I would do the touch-up paint. Most of the time it was the superintendent. I would touch up the cabinets. I would patch holes in the bathroom because we updated the plumbing. So there's holes from the old plumbing. I would patch those. It was just bitch work. It was bitch work. But it was rape. So I was getting... You were raped? God damn it, dude. I was getting raped, which means... You were raped? Fuck off. I was getting <laughs> union wages for what I was doing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go with this as long as you keep saying it. <laughs> so, and if I was helping the cabinet guys out, technically I was working as a carpenter. And carpenter rate is about 55 bucks an hour. Jesus Christ. So, because... Join the trades, people. Because I don't have a pension, union dues. Well, here, oh. here's the weird thing about it. Because it was government work, the government wants to hire unions. Right. But there were no unions in this city that we were working in. So what the government does instead is just pay what they would normally pay to a union person. So because I don't have all that overhead, I was right. getting that when I was helping the carpenters out. Even when I was just doing labor work, that was about 
47 bucks an hour. In fact, they even sent a representative out from the from the city and they interviewed everyone to make sure that the company the GC was paying them the correct amount. Huh. That the GC wasn't pocketing it and going, "Oh yeah, we're just going to pay you your normal 25 or whatever you're right. getting." So, I mean, it's they were really serious about this. So, but that was and that was the last job I was on for this GC before I was like, I can't take this anymore. I got to go somewhere else because it was just, on one hand, it was cool because we were doing two apartments a day, like signed, sealed, delivered, done. So it was pretty cool. You get into a rhythm with the plumbers and we had one electrician there because obviously there's always electrical work that needs to be updated. And, uh, you know, you get into a rhythm and you're really good. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm just insulating walls and patching drywall and yeah. busting up cabinets. And that's why I started looking at different companies. And my rapport at this company was good enough that I didn't even give it two weeks notice. I said, hey, I'm thinking about going somewhere else. And the owner, I stopped in to, like, you know, give my hard hat back or something. They, Which is weird. They uh, They wanted their hard hat back. But over Christmas, they gave everyone this super nice Carhartt uh, <laughs> sweater with CH&E, and I brought with. Fuck! <laughs> it's out there now. It's out there. <laughs> I super nice company. Great people. Good people. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. Love those guys over no, at CH&E. No, all kidding aside, it was a great company. It yeah. just wasn't what I I wanted it's to. Not what you wanted. I wanted to master carpentry, yeah. and it's just, they're not set up for that, which is understandable. Anyhow, so I brought like my hard hat back and the super nice, like most likely $80 custom made Carhartt whatever, because it was like, well, if they want the hard hat back. You gave the Carhartt back? Well, that's the moral of the story. I walk in to talk to the scheduling lady and the owner of the entire, you know, kitten shaboodles there. And he's like, ah, nah, keep the Carhartt, man. Thank God. And I was really like, if you want the heart. Wow. Well, thank, thank, thank you so much. And he's like, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, look, you know, if you ever need work in the future, give us a call. We don't always have shit work. Like sometimes we do some nice stuff, which is true. Over the uh, handful of years I worked there, it was like uh, they did some pretty cool shit. Yeah. And uh, it, but it was just, I got to the point where it's like, I'm not doing carpentry. I'm not learning. Yeah. And the GC I'm working at now is better, but it's not great. So I've come to the conclusion that if you want to master carpentry, you got to go residential. I don't know if that's the same for the other trades, which this is a roundabout way to getting back to what I wanted to say to you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. What, you're just so locate. Thank God. Thank Christ. You should really start, if you, if you ever get tired with the job you, you're working right now, I know it might be hard. You might not get the same wages. You might have to take a pay cut to forty grand, but... You might enjoy it. Yeah. Doing electrical stuff, especially new construction. Like I said, it still affected those trades. Some some electrical companies just do uh, remodels. Some just do roughing. I mean, it's a whole different animal, but it sounds like it's not as bad as what the trade of carpentry has become in the commercial world, which is good because that means you can do electrical stuff commercially, commercially, which means you get paid... More money, and this is the big one, health insurance. The When I was working for the residential guy, and we did a little bit of everything, really liked that company, but they paid me like a subcontractor, which I was a little right, bit shaky. Right, I remember that. I remember that. I was that. a little bit, like, I'm yeah. contemplating if this, if I fuck up, 
like giving him a call because he actually called me like, hey, we're really busy. Are you thinking? Of, well, ah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually going to college, blah, 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 blah. But the, the getting paid like a sub is kind of in the back of my mind. You have to think about it. If you're um, a new carpenter and you're getting paid by a sub, you need to charge at least 25 bucks an hour. If you're not charging 25 bucks an hour, you are losing money. If you're being paid as, as a, a sub. sub. Okay. As a sub. So, so that's something I learned. But anyhow, uh, what was I just... Fuck, yeah. One of the, the, the foreman that was working for that company, like one of the best carpenters, your best tradespeople you're ever, ever going to meet. Like there's no situation he could be put in that he didn't know what to do. At one point, he literally cut a roof off of a building and jacked it up to you know put in the proper headers because the engineer said we, we were modeling this house and the engineer is like oh it needs to have this you know a double top plate it only had a single you know there was some bullshit over engineered modern day thing and he was like ah oh, okay no problem and he just knew he knew what to do it's like i don't even know where to begin with that shit he just he just knew what so no situation he could be put in that he didn't know what to do in terms of carpentry and also no situation that he could be put in that he didn't really know what to tell someone to do if it was electrical or plumbing. And I remember over lunch he was saying at one point like, "Well, if I had to guess, I never asked how much this guy made, but if I had to guess on a bad year, he probably only made ninety five grand a year." I swear to God, that's a bad year. He probably made six figures. I remember him going, like, now that my kids are kind of grown, he was in his 40s, my wife has uh, taken a job. I mean, the pay shit, but she gets health insurance. And that was the first time I heard about health insurance and how expensive it is. And even though this successful tradesperson, you know, he's successful and he, he can't afford health insurance. It's not that he can't afford it, but the problem is, even if you pay $2,000 a month for health insurance, it's still shit. It ain't worth it. Like, it's worth going through a company. And here's the creepy thing. Over my experience, all the really good carpenters that work for commercial GCs all want to go back to residential because they don't do as much carpentry as they did in residential. And the only reason they're working commercial, health insurance. Health insurance. That's how much of a bitch health insurance is. Commercial, uh, residential companies usually don't provide health insurance so that's a big motivator is health insurance like once you start having kids you kind of you need health insurance but yeah that was the first time i heard about it so you're kind of in a lucky spot because you're you were trained to be an electrician and you can still do electrical work commercially and still kind of have a fulfilling career and learn the craft commercially which means you get slightly more money and health insurance, which is a real big deal. Yeah. And that that was how long? I think this is. I think this is. Uh, by the way, this is karma for last time where you talked all the time. Yeah, but that wasn't posted, so they don't know about it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Like you're in a, a better spot because I'm very adamant that the trade of carpentry, but excuse me, in terms of commercial construction, has gotten so segregated. I didn't know about that. That I think plumbing and the other trades, they're a little bit less segregated. I'm not saying they're not affected, but they're just less affected. It's like, I, it's, I'll get bored. 
if I just do kitchens, yeah. if I do millwork, if I do trim. Also, you were talking about how it's like drop ceilings or drywall. And it's even worse when you go to union. Yeah. yeah. They literally go, well, here's the problem. If you go to the, you pass the union test and you can say, all right, I would like to be sponsored by the union. They will go and find you a company that's looking for a guy. And you're on the other end of this. Sometimes when you're really busy, you pull a guy from the hall, which is, you know, code for, uh, you know, a new guy that's just looking for work. He doesn't really know. Well, the problem is you don't really have a say to what company you want to work for. If you say, I want to do finish, you know, I want to do like wood finishing or acoustic panels or I want to be a framer or I want to do whatever. Whatever it is, carpentry, is there's such a huge umbrella. Windows, doors, I mean, especially the doors that have all this electrical components in it that's still considered carpentry. It's it's pretty weird now. You don't have a say. They just find the first company that will sponsor you. That way you yeah. can get paid for training. Now, I will say the union training is much better than the merit-based apprenticeship program, but you, you really get pigeonholed. You're screwed. It's like you're just going to frame for the next whatever. You're just going to do this. And I personally, I would get bored. There's only so many scenarios you can get into before it's just same shit, different day. I don't know. And I think, I forget How why. How dare you? How dare you talk? This is my time. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I think, I forget why we, st- why you started this escapade, but the end, I think the uh, closing argument is, this is why you're not just going to end up, even if you somehow missed the math final, this is why you're not going to end up like some destitute fucktard who doesn't have an income. This is why. Because you're tuned in to everything that's going on in your trade, and you understand the ins and outs of both union and non-union, and you know... Like you have a fallback. You're not necessarily thinking this is my fallback, but you have an understanding of if I can't do this, I have these options. Like this is why you shouldn't be worried about the test you took. When was your math final? Two days ago? Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. This is why you shouldn't be worried about yesterday's final. You know? You remember our buddy Patrick in high school? Yeah, I think you showed him uh, some... Yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. He's a fucking genius. I don't know what he's doing now, but back then, he was a fucking genius. Like, he just got school. He understood everything he was doing at that point. I remember, and he yeah. was doing the same thing. Like, I, I don't know, man, I'm worried about this, this, and this. And I was like, dude, you got it. Because I'm a retard. <laughs> well, here's I don't understand studying. I don't understand understanding what you're reading. I don't understand well, I just the textbooks. Inter- I want to interrupt real quick. It'll be quick. Don't, I'm not going to go on a tirade. You're not retarded. I am retarded. Here's the thing. Academia is a business and it's gone off the deep end and it's this weird thing. It's just because you can't get, you know, you can't get behind academics doesn't mean you're stupid. It's not about not getting behind academics. It's about the fact that I look at a textbook 
and I just see jargon. I can get interested in the jargon that I'm reading. I don't comprehend it. Like what note you need to take? Or I, what? I don't. Uh, notes are fucking beyond me. I don't know what. I'll take notes on the shit that interests me. But the problem is the shit that interests me. I'm kind of starting to slur a little bit. I've, I've been drinking a little bit. I've been drinking a little bit, it's too. It's been three days since I had a drink. I'm fucking, Are you kidding? I'm withdrawing I, right now. Did I make you lose your coin thing? for? No, 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 dude. I fucking had a relapse last night. I had, Or not relapse, but I had withdrawal symptoms last night. I had a, the killer migraine that really? I haven't had in years, dude. Years dude. for this migraine. I, 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 dude, on, I let me take a breath here. All right. I got a little quick, funny story. So the, I almost lost myself last night. I had the migraine that I haven't had since I was a little kid. And mom took us to the Poconos to have her backs worked on. Do you remember that? I do not. I remember the chiropractor. I don't. Do the chiropractor had us go the into the chiropractor. Poconos. Had a sick ass office. I think there was a waterfall on the wall. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm starting to come, dude. This it was is like so this, cool. This, like it's beautiful building. It was this beautiful Look, building. If you're and a chiropractor, she, like, this you're she a hack. pressed on me. By the way, our nephew. I was having this fucking migraine. The older one or the younger one? The oldest. Our nephew, who I told I would get him the uh, Hyrulean shield. And the sword, Link Sword, I forget what it's called, but I know how to hack the game so I can get those things early. I told him I know how to get the sword and shield, and he was like, okay, show me. I got him the sword, and the rest of the time I was down there, he was like, when are you going to give me this shield? He was a real bitch about it, to be honest. (laughs) What a cunt. (laughs) But anyway, he was stepping on me while I had this migraine. I was laying face down. The floor. I was laying face down on the floor. He stepped on my back. I felt so fucking relieved from this migraine. There's something in my spine, but he stepped on my back to fuck with me, and I was like, I didn't say it out loud, but I was like, oh fuck, like my headache just went away when he stepped on my back. That's weird. And then as soon as he stepped off, my headache came back. Anyway, my point is, I'm an alcoholic, and I'm withdrawing right now. Well, no, you're drunk. That's... I forget what started this, but I think we should end it? Correct. And maybe we should start another? Probably, because I'm still going. I'm still... I'm, I'm I'll going. order the pizza? I actually don't care at this point. I'm... But do you feel like... You'll hang around long enough to have a pizza with me? Yeah, I'll hang around long have enough. Have a pizza with your bro. I don't want to get, I don't want to eat the entire, like an entire we'll pizza. We'll order a pizza and a couple of breads and we'll split it. Yeah, that's fine. All right, That's cool. accepted. And you'll pay? Jew. You I'm, Jew. I'm fixing to buy a new car. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fixing to buy a new car with 40 grand. Dude. All I- right, thanks for tuning in, guys.